All right, and welcome back to episode five of We Don't Have a Names podcast. Uh, I'm excited to chat with you guys this week. We're in week 10 of fantasy football. Playoffs are coming up. Everything's heating up. And I'm joined by our guest this week, Mr. Dylan Elder. Dylan, how you doing? I'm good, Jack. Thanks for having me. Dylan, it's been a tough year for you. We're used to seeing you at the top uh, for the past 10 years, nine or 10 years or so. What, what's going on this year? You know, I've been wondering that same, that same thing myself. Um, you know, I, I really don't have a, a good explanation other than, um, you know, it's a down year. And, you know, I can give you the excuses that, you know, my first round pick got towards ACL in week two, or my keeper has missed the last four or five weeks, and my starting quarterback got COVID. But, you know, this is fantasy football. It humbles you. It, uh, you know, brings out great competition and, um, you know, Fantasy football is not fun if, you know, it's not hard. And it's a hard game, and uh, that's why I love it. So um, not a good season at all, but, uh, you know, I'm still going to look to make some moves this year and, and hopefully finish better than where I'm at right now um, and really just eye on next year, who I'm going to keep, um, you know, what I'm going to change about my strategy because clearly it didn't work this year. And, um, yeah, I think that's that's where my head's at right now. You know, Dylan, realistically, you're only two games out of the playoffs, dare I say? Yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, I don't even let myself go there because it's uh, <laughs> the team isn't good enough. But that being said, uh, you know, I've got um, a tough matchup against Ben this week. But if I could somehow pull that off, um, things might start to look a little better, I think. And that's one of the things that's crazy about this league this year too is how much parity there is at least in the middle um and you know how many four and five and five and four teams there are so um it's a mark of a competitive league and i like that yeah love love to see it uh let's get into things here in episode five to start let's talk about thomas and i's trade uh i know we talked about this briefly before we started recording dylan let me let me let me hear your thoughts on this trade uh let me let me hear your thoughts well, you know, I'll give you my thoughts, but I'm more curious about what was in your going through your head when you made this trade. I mean, you gave up a top five running back who Ezekiel Elliott's got the fifth most fantasy points for running back this year and a top 15 receiver. Boyd, I think, is 16th. So um, and in return, you got Nick Chubb, uh, who, you know, is certainly an electric and elite player and, you know, has a lot of upside. But. Does he really have more upside than Elliott? Maybe a little bit, um, but he's also got injury risk. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks. And um, you basically traded a lot of certainty in Elliott and Boyd for a lot of unknown and not even that much more upside. And, you know, I might even argue less upside. So what was going through your head with that trade? You know, Dak and Zeke put me to three and one through the first four weeks, putting up crazy numbers. Dak went down. And essentially, in my mind, Zeke's bent down. He is a top five running back currently, but just hasn't been playing uh, the way the way I'd like. Uh, so at four and five, you know, on the brisk of the playoffs, I had to blow something up and, and try something different. Uh, I've got a I've got a few receivers. I got Michael Thomas, Justin Jefferson, uh, and uh, Deontay Johnson on the Steelers. That I'm hoping, I know they're not as good as Boyd, but hoping that they can can fill that void that Boyd's left. Uh, maybe this puts Thomas into playoff contention now. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, just on a whim, I had to do it. Got it. 
Well, I mean, that all makes sense. And that's a good point that, you know, ever since Dak's gone down, Cowboys have struggled to score fewer goal line chances for Elliott, um, you know, seeing a lot more stacked boxes and um, the Cowboys quarterback situation isn't getting any better. So um, I see where your head's at there. I still don't like the trade, but I see what you're doing. I sneaky have Tony Pollard on my bench. Zeke goes down. Tony Pollard's RB1 in Dallas, but that's uh, neither here nor there. All right, Dylan, let's get into some power rankings. uh, And I'll pass it over to you for the 12th spot. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm 12th, deservedly 12th. I should be 12th, worst record in the league. Already said my piece on my team. Um, You know, I think the one thing to say is I have been the most unluckiest team this year, the most points against, but, you know, that – even if I was in the middle of the pack there, I, my team, you know, might have one more win, two more wins. So still not a good team. Um, and yeah, looking yeah. to move up in the rankings next week. Yeah. The, the way I look at it, looking at points per game, you score higher than Tark and Thomas. Uh, so I just, just the luck factor has really hit you this year. The luck and injury bug, uh, unfortunately. You know, if you, if you're going to have a down year though, you want all the things to go against you and just be at the bottom. You don't want, you know, that, one of those things to keep you from a championship and you know everything's keeping me from a championship this year and so might as well happen all at once this is true this is true all right moving on to number 11 down one spot action jackson action jack son i don't think i've said that name that team name once on this podcast <laughs> uh but Anna lost to ben last week uh Big game tonight with Derrick Henry. I know we've, we've talked about Henry a little bit already, uh, or maybe it was Cook that we talked about, but Henry's been putting up some numbers against the Colts. Uh, what are your thoughts on Lamar? Down year, what's happening with him fantasy-wise? You know, he had that quote earlier this week that he sees defenses, or he sees defenses calling out their plays like they know what's going to happen. And, you know, I think that's part of just being in the NFL and, um, you know, another year in the league defensive coordinators have another year to prep. And, you know, I think this should have been expected coming into the year for Lamar. He's still, you know, a special talent and um, an electric player. And, uh, you know, just as a Patriots fan, I hope his struggles continue this week, but we'll see. (laughs) Oh yeah. They're playing uh, the Patriots on Sunday. Yep. Sunday night. Um, All right. So moving on to uh, the 10th spot in our rankings today is uh, Thomas. Um, Thomas has a solid team, but a lot of boomer bust players. So, um, you know, at three and six and I'm two and seven, uh, I'm trying to move out of this Sacco spot. So, you know, just being honest, I hope Thomas's players bust kind of the rest of the year. Um, but, uh, we'll see, uh, poor performance by his quarterback, Tom Brady last week. Um, I mean, that's what you get when you leave the Patriots, but it's 2.8 points, the lowest fantasy output for Tom Brady ever. Yes, sir. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, you know, he's played some bad games before. Um, not that low, even like week one, 2008 against the chiefs, he tears his ACL in the first quarter. He had 76 passing yards. How many, how many fantasy points is that? I guess that's fewer than that's just, yeah, it's just one. Yeah. So that, so that would be lower, but I guess that doesn't really count. Um, so yeah, I mean, brutal performance. Um, Brady will get it back on track. I mean, you know, he's Tom Brady. Yeah, and speaking to that trade, Thomas has got some new life with with Chubb or not Chubb with Zeke and, and Boyd. So we'll see how see how that goes. Uh, moving on to number nine, up two spots from last week is is Tark. Uh, Tark beat Dylan last week. Uh, Justin Jackson hurt his knee on the first play of the game. I was not watching that, but that is brutal. 
Uh, I lost lost to Tark by ten, and um, you know if Jackson had just had you know a decent game, it could have been uh, could have been right there. But you know, again, that's fantasy football for you. That's right. Um, I guess I mean Tark's pretty low on the standing pool at four and five. Tark's got to put up some more points uh, if if he wants to make a difference and get into the playoffs. Uh, standing pretty low in the standings, I, I think he's actually last uh, in the Stoners division. So he needs to put up some points in order to compete with uh, me and Brian, who are four and five, and put up a hundred more points than Tark. So it's going to be a tough road for Tark moving forward, but but there's a chance. There is a chance. Um, speaking of chances, uh, you gave uh, Mr. Kevin Coleman a great chance to uh, be a podcast host last week, and you know he excelled. So I hope I can at least live up to that, even if my fantasy team is not. Um, where it should be this year. So, um, you know, as I was doing research for this podcast, I was looking at Kevin's team and noticed that Pat Mahomes was on a buy. So, you know, picked up Philip Rivers to stream him this week, but Philip Rivers plays Thursday night football and that game, you know, as of this recording starts in about half an hour. So um, I don't know if uh, Kevin's going to be wasting a roster spot with Rivers on his bench, who he has not placed in his lineup yet, but um, we shall see. You know, unfortunately, I don't think this podcast is going to make the airwaves by 5.15 to let Kevin know yeah. that uh, his quarterback is not starting. But that'll that'll be interesting. I know uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a great pickup if Phil can do well tonight. Uh, Kevin had a neck-and-neck game with me last week. Uh, Shout-out Patriots defense. That was, yeah. that was a crazy game just because nothing really happened until the very end. Uh, in that Patriots game, I felt. I mean, the Patriots this year, you know, are like, it's like my fantasy team this year, you know, decade of decade plus of dominance. And, you know, some years it doesn't go right for you. But last week, I think was a little bit of an anomaly. Um, the Patriots are missing four or five starters on defense. Certainly their defense isn't, you know, where it, you know, needs to be. But uh, I think you're going to see a different Patriots team Sunday night. They're going to get healthy and, I think they'll give the Ravens uh, a fight. So Okay, okay. I'll take your word for it. Uh, moving on, set number seven is, is me, Taco Core. Uh, we stay, stay pat at, at number seven in the rankings. Uh, as Dylan kind of alluded to earlier, Dylan and I have, have the most points against. Uh, I think, Dylan, you beat me by, by 30 maybe. Uh, that's just unlucky. It's just tough. Uh, however good your team can be, if you, if you got a lot of points against, can't do much. Uh, we already spoke a little bit to the trade, so I won't, won't get back into that, but I'm feeling, feeling pretty decent at four and five. Uh, however, I wish I was in, uh, or I guess I'll ask you who, what division would you rather be in sitting at four and five? Uh, you know, it's a good question. Um, the alcoholics division is certainly top heavy, um, with Davis and Simonian essentially guaranteed locks for the playoffs. Um, you know, I think I don't think it really matters because um, at four and five, you're vying for you know one of the last two spots anyway. So I really don't think it matters. I think you'd probably rather be in the Stoners division just because it, um, you know, uh, more can happen there in terms of shakeups. Um, you're not going to get a top two seed in the Alcoholics division, so um, I think you'd rather be in the Stoners division. Um, even you know Ben and Johnny at one and two there are only five and four. So yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Um, well then moving on to number six in the rankings is Jake. Um, 
you know, Jake's been riding the hottest player in fantasy football the last couple of weeks with Dalvin Cook. He's got over uh, 40 fantasy points in each of his last two games. Um, second running back, back spot's kind of iffy, starting Kalen Balazs there this week. Um, but at this point in the season, most, you know, teams' second running back spot is iffy. So um, we'll see if Jake can, can pull it out. He's four and five, uh, like most people in this league right now. And, um, you know, he could use another big game or the rest of the season from Dalvin Cook. At the moment of recording, Jake is, or Jake is playing Kevin this week. Jake's quarterback is also on by Matt Ryan and Jake doesn't have a streamer QB. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see if maybe they both both don't have a quarterback this week. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure I'm a big fan. Up. I'm usually a big fan of the streaming strategy and that was my plan going into the draft this year and um, kind of lucked into Cam Newton who started off the season great, then got COVID and uh, I've been riding with him since to for mixed results. But in general, uh, as long as you, um, you know, kind of pay attention to the matchups. Streaming is, is generally a good strategy. Definitely, definitely. Uh, down two spots to number five is Johnny. Uh, tough loss against Davis last week, but what can you do against Davis? Davis is uh, the powerhouse in our league right now, so that's not a surprise. Uh, playing Thomas this week, look to get back on track. Uh, the big question for Johnny is Antonio Brown, I think. Can Antonio Brown push Johnny to a championship in our fantasy league? You know, I would say you put a gun to my head. I would say no. Um, I don't think Antonio Brown um, has that great of a chance to make an impact the rest of the regular season with all the other receivers in Tampa with, you know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronk. I think there's um, too many mouths to feed and, you know, Antonio Brown's going to be in line. Uh, always saying he's his mouth should get fed first. And, you know, we saw on Sunday night that, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily work out. So, um, you know, great talent, but I, I not a fan of Antonio Brown. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing I was looking at on Johnny's team, he's sneakily got Raheem Mostert and Austin Eckler on his IR spots. Yeah. They're coming back in a few weeks. Conditions. That yeah. could be huge for Johnny. Uh, no, that, that is big. With uh, the Chargers, I know they're sitting at two and five and two and six and lost a bunch of games, but you never know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Uh, what motivates these players and on down years for the Niners and Chargers? Well, and especially with so many teams having running back issues, getting two you know semi stud running backs back could could be massive. Um, okay, moving up to uh, number four in the rankings is is Brian Victoria's Secret. Um, put up an impressive 133 points last week against Thomas. Um, you know, like, like Jake has the best running back in fantasy right now. Brian's got the best receiver in fantasy and Devonte Adams over 25 points in each of the last three weeks, um, has AJ Brown going tonight in Thursday night football. So, uh, looking forward to, uh, seeing how he does. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, as usual, Brian's just got a solid team in the hunt for the playoffs. Um, and, uh, moved up quite a bit in the rankings this week, up to number four. Yeah, up up four spots from eight last week. Uh, Dylan, there's three players this year that average 65-plus running yards and a touchdown per game. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Kyler Murray. That's incredible. That is, Kyler that is Murray, incredible. I think, is putting up better numbers to this point than Lamar Jackson was last year. And Lamar had his Steph Curry unanimous MVP season. Right. Uh, so I really think Brian can make a run with, with Kyler Murray and Adams and, and AJ Brown. I think 
Brian has a target on his back now uh, with his team. I mean, all that, all that you need to do is make the playoffs in fantasy football. I mean, once you make the playoffs, it's all about who gets hot. It doesn't matter what you did early in the season or to get to that point. You just need your team to get hot for three or four weeks, and um, you got a fantasy championship. So Brian's got as good a chance as anyone. Uh, up one spot from last week to number three is Ben Morning Woodhead. As usual, Ben has a very, very well-rounded team. Uh, sitting at the top of uh, the Stoners division at four and five. Playing you this week, Dylan. Yep. Uh, hoping you can pull off a miracle for me here. I need it. I need a miracle. Um, so uh, if I lose this week, um, you know, not only are playoffs out of the question, they're probably already out of the question anyways, but, you know, very good chance I'm, I'm in the Sacco position and uh, that's not anywhere I, I want to be. So I'm um, pulling out all the stops this week and, um, need a little bit of luck too, but, uh, yeah, hoping I can pull it out, but it's going to be tough. Ben's always got a great team. So, yeah, Josh Allen had a few down weeks there, but look, we came came back last week against the Seahawks. Not sure if that's an anomaly because it's the Seahawks or if he's really struggling with, uh, that shoulder injury that I've heard through the grapevine. You got sources telling you about that or just I got some sources going? Okay. Got it. Nice. <laughs> Um, okay, well, uh, sitting uh, right where he was last week at the number two spot is uh, Nick Simonian. Um, him and Davis, you know, have really separated themselves uh, in the standings this year. Um, one quick story about Simonian's team. Uh, I played Nick week one this year, was up all weekend on him, um, was, was a battle for sure, close game, comes down to Monday Night Football. I have the Broncos defense. Um, Broncos are playing the Titans in week one. That's the game, if you remember, uh, Stephen Guskowski missed four kicks uh, and then hit the game winner at the end for the Titans win. Um, I was up uh, with that Broncos defense, and if Guskowski had missed that kick at the end, I would have beaten Nick by one point. Instead, he makes that kick, and I lose by one point. And right then, I, I knew it was going to be a tough season for me. It's just that's the kind of luck that that has kind of – um, happened throughout and, you know, credit to Nick. He's got a great team. He's seven and two certainly was no fluke winning that game, uh, week one, but, um, yeah, I mean, Nick's certainly a contender for this fantasy championship this year. Yeah. Nick's, Nick's been playing well, looking to the line. He's favored by 12 points against Brian. I think that could be our, our game of the week, uh, this weekend, big, big playoff implications, uh, with Brian there. Certainly. Uh, and to see how Nick, Nick will do. Uh, moving to number one, again, no surprise. Uh, the fantasy football team, uh, Davis Polino. Not much to say about Davis's roster that has already been said. Uh, Dylan, as, as a fantasy guru, what, what do you think about Davis's team this year? You know, I, I don't think there's a lot to say about his team that hasn't been said already. You know, he's got the best team in our league, and there's a reason he's 9-0. Um, I think instead of that, um, you know, it's more interesting for me to look ahead the next couple of weeks and see who can knock him off. Um, we have four weeks left in the regular season. Um, I don't think anyone in this league except for Davis wants to see him go 13 and now. Um, so his schedule uh, coming up, he's got, um, let's see, Tarek this week, um, Ben next week, uh, Jack, you're playing him in week 12 and then Jake in week 13. So in terms of points scored uh, for those opponents, they rank uh, 11. Tarek has the 11th most points um, in the league. Then Ben is fourth. Uh, Jack, you're second. And uh, Jake is eighth. So, you know, 
there should theoretically be two easy wins for Davis uh, with Tarek and Jake, although who knows. Um, but you and Ben really uh, have the best chance to knock Davis off from this 13-0 record that he is on, on pace for. So uh, what do you think? Can he go 13-0? and uh, I don't know. Uh, if he's able to stream the Drew Locke like he did last week, every week, then maybe he can <laughs> go 13-0. I think uh, that might be our first award of the year. Streamer of the year goes to Drew Locke. <laughs> putting up 30 points for Davis last week, really uh, propelling him to victory. But no, uh, Davis, Davis' team is good. Uh, streaming well. Streaming Jared Goff this week. Um, hopefully Ben or I can, can put some damage into uh, – into his record, so he does not sit pretty at 13-0 when it comes to Week 14. I'm rooting for you guys. Um, that kind of concludes our, our rankings for this week. Let's uh, pivot real quickly, lastly, into uh, look ahead to the playoffs. Right now, I'll just read it out. Again, Davis and uh, Ben Santana have buys for the first round of the playoffs, being that Ben leads the division, uh, as well as Davis. Uh, and then we have Nick playing Brian, and Johnny for commissioner playing Taco Core. Uh, again, there's not a whole lot to say about uh, playoffs right now. Just the fact that uh, Jake, Kevin, Tarek, and Ana—I mean, you and Thomas and Ana—still not still have a chance to get into the playoffs. Uh, I guess my point here is just there's just so much parity. Yeah, a lot of parity. A lot can happen these next four weeks. Um, I think the only two real things that are set are. Davis and Simonia making the playoffs. Um, and, you know, after that, I think it's going to be really a battle for the last two or three seeds there. So um, that's why they play the games. That's why we play the games. That's why we go through all of this is for uh, action like this these last four weeks. So I can't wait. Yeah, I got to love it. Um, Dylan, do you have any, any other last words to, to say to the crowd and the audience here? No last words. Um you know, love that uh, this league has been so competitive this year. Um, Jack, thank you for having me on the podcast today. Um, you know, wish I would have been in a better spot with my team, but that's how it rolls sometimes. And, um, you know, fantasy yeah. football thanks, is, thanks. is great. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Absolutely. It's great. Uh, just a few, few announcements before we end. Uh, I know people located in San Francisco were looking to meet up for week 13. Just want to plug that uh, to meet up and watch those Sunday games. Want to remind you that trade deadline, I think, is Thanksgiving, November 27th, I believe. Uh, and just also want to remind you, playoffs are coming up. Uh, hopefully, Kevin has played his has played Phillip Rivers and uh, Brian, or maybe it was Jake, started Matt Ryan or uh, started someone in place in Matt Ryan. We're, uh, uh, we're, with that. we're 15 minutes away from kickoff right now do you want me to check kevin's roster real quick i know this let's see it released. let's see it okay hang on go to the scoreboard for this week kevin playing jake and kevin has 15 minutes away kevin has not started philip rivers yet so uh-oh uh-oh kevin Clock's hopefully taken. by the time you listen to this you have started philip rivers <laughs> <laughs> dylan thanks for joining thanks for uh, having everyone me. have a great week good luck this weekend and we'll speak to you all next week